Hey, it's Tuesday already. It's already Tuesday. Today we're going to talk about the IRS dropping rules like T-Swift drops her next album, employees breaking rules, and Apple savings accounts. Now it's an Apple savings account. What you say? I got to say that like going over the news this morning, it was like this element of I'm so sick of talking about EVs. <laughs> so sick of it. I, I am. Like, and that's probably can we get bad. someone that comes out with some big gas guzzler? Actually, you know what? That would actually I'll crush it. If you if you missed our Saturday email, go, it go was back. Go to the Asoda website and go find the Saturday email. <sighs> so First of good. all, the interview with Colby is great. But then there was this section about this, like, <laughs> the best way I can describe it is a... <laughs> beast of a truck which probably literally seven. negates everything that evs are trying to do on the planet single-handedly like one run single-handedly <laughs> it was literally a semi truck that looked like it had like 50 like front scooped air intake engines all like it's it looked unreal. like an ai generated image right yes <laughs> that's exactly what it was it, like build a semi with real. 100 engines powering it and that's exactly what it looks like in your mind. That, that's so true. It's so true. So, Kyle, there we, go. we didn't have to talk about Evie. <laughs> no, See, there yeah, we've got to just got to balance it out. We got to balance it out. Um, yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about. We just were before we got on the show, we were just saying if Kyle's Internet drops out, I'm just going to finish whatever sentence he starts. And then that got yeah. us on this kick of like, hey, we should have a new segment on the Tonight Show that is called finish each other's sentences where one person has to tee them up and the other person has to finish. I'm sure we'll get in trouble with that, but I think that Absolutely. might actually have to happen. It's just too good. It's I love too it. good. I love it. What else are we talking about today? Oh, what's going on? Hey, Tampa. we're going to be doing that. In t we're two weeks away from Tampa. That's two it. Two weeks away from Tampa. That means if you're going to digital dealer or if you're not going to digital dealer and Ooh. you just want to see the premiere <laughs> of the lot of the show that we recorded in Arlington, Texas, a couple weeks ago. Uh, super dynamic. Tell some stories behind the scenes of real dealerships. Uh, we're going to be doing that. Happy hour, food, concessions. concessions. We're, doing we're concessions going all like into the theater. Full theater. Full theater. Like you can get your popcorn and your peanut M&Ms and all the good. <laughs> the last so. two years at Digital Dealer, we've done the Asoto Family Reunion, which has been a blast. And they were always packed uh, full of dealers and like, both of those parties were off the hook, so we're off the chain. So we're trying to do it again, but in a theater. You know, we're trying to do it. You do things two years in a row, and then you're like, okay, we, we did the thing. Gosh. Now we're going to do it different in Tampa. Tickets are super cheap, you know? way cheaper than the family reunion was last year. Less than half of that, actually. And if you're a dealer. Like cheaper than a movie. I know. it. And, and if you're a dealer and you're going to Digital Dealer, we're going to let you in for free. <laughs> It's like free, free movies, but free, free, lots of fun. So uh, check it out. So2x.com. Get your tickets. Have all that fun. Um, all right. Let's talk about some news. So again, today, because there's so much EV news, we actually usually do two auto stories and one non-auto story. Today, we're doing two non-auto stories because super applicable. Let's go with number one. Automakers, dealers, and EV, in-market EV consumers were waiting for the IRS to release their new EV tax credit rules like a teenager waiting for the next Taylor Swift drop. After the new sourcing rules went into effect, there were only six battery electric vehicle models that were left standing, still qualifying for the $7,500 credit. Cadillac Lyric, Chevy Bolt, uh, certain versions of the Tesla Model 3 and Model Y, the Ford E-Transit, I can't remember what that looks like, and the F-150 Lightning. That's it, only six. Um, you know, there were a bunch of vehicles that lost half of the credit 
that instead of 7,500, they get 3,750 because a lot of this is because the battery sourcing materials have to come from certain places and that affects the credit. Um, here's a quote from Albert Gore, executive director of Zero Emissions Transportation Association. This man is an optimist. He says, the great news here, it's great news, everybody, uh, that based on Q1 sales volumes, more than 90% of vehicles that were eligible for the credit before April 18th are still eligible with the vast majority still eligible for the full credit. So he's saying like most of the vehicles that were eligible yeah, what before. What he's saying is nobody wants a Cadillac Lyric or Chevy Bolt. <laughs> Dude, Chevy Bolt price? He I, just said it real nice. I had to look it up. <laughs> the Chevy Bolt price starting 26.9. You subtract 7500 from that and you're under 20 grand for an EV. Is that am I That's really Am I missing something? You got it. You're nailing it. Yeah. And still nobody wants it. <laughs> Is this where we get a Domino's? letter from Chevy? No, Is Domino's a, wanted them. Domino's wants them. Domino's and like, then they don't want to put Apple Apple CarPlay oh, in them right go. after that. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I've been, see, I've been seeing more and more heat from that online. I've been seeing more heat for the the not having CarPlay in the future Chevy EVs. I mean, in like every news source I can find is crushing them so we'll see i don't know this might be a faster call back <laughs> yeah still, our prediction way faster i'm way doubling faster down on that, that prediction <laughs> i'm doubling down on that prediction but here's the deal you know we have dealers um automakers everyone just i mean they can only react can only react yeah. and so um you know ev education I, still this is what i would do i would print off those documents of what does and doesn't get stuff and put them on in your salespeople's hands so they know. Have the conversation. Do that this morning, right now. Laminate those jokers. Put them in a <laughs> put them in a binder Laminate so that they out. can educate their customers. That's that's the like right now actionable piece. Go find it, print it, put it in a place. Put find it, print it, put it in a place. I like it. There you I go. like it. I like it. Okay. All right. All right. We're moving on. Speaking of putting things in their place. Segway time. I love this one so much. New research indicates that a retail culture, and just as a reminder, dealers are retailers, a retail culture that allows employees to bend the rules for customers can overall enhance customer loyalty as well as it make the employees be more engaged overall. That sounds like two wins to me. In the Harvard Business Review, the study's authors, um, Irene Kim of the University of British Columbia and Yuji Zan of Wilfrid, University, or Wilfrid Laurier University stated um, regarding customers, that customers clearly recognize when employees take risks to be helpful. And research shows that pro-customer uh, pro rule breaking has desirable customer outcomes. Regarding the employee side, they said the employees that did bend the rules were less emotionally exhausted, more satisfied with their job overall, and were more likely to share their with their organization's concerns, ideas, and suggestions to approve existing rules and practices for customer service. And it also went on to notice that like, hey, when the rules are bent and they call them all of their violations of the rules, they were relatively minor. And um, that high manager engagement, high manager engagement is really key for those situations, you know, that require, you know, big exceptions yep. and things like that. So it sounds like to me, Absolutely. Nordstrom's got something right. Disney's got yep. something right. You're like, 
I don't, I don't know. Like the customer. it's the opposite well, I'll give you, of full I'll give control. you two real life stories of how I know that, that people have literally shifted a culture within a store. One is, uh, someone that I used to work with her name, her, her name is Patty before she worked uh, with the Nelson group. I believe it was world market that she had worked with, which is kind of like a retail kind of like taste of everything, not hobby lobby, but like kind of establishment if you don't know what that is, but she was a manager there. And she put in this employee empower, empowerment piece, which was like, hey, look, go above and beyond, serve the customer, even if it's not like in the handbook or anything like that. And the only thing that, I, that I'm going to do is postmortem, whatever happened afterwards, we're just going to assess how accurate your decision was based on what I would do. That's great. But you can't come to me first. You have to solve, solve it, on it your first. Own. That was her. Dude, I and love she was that. Like, Totally changed customer employee experience. They felt empowered. Also, our good friend Patrick Abad at Beaver Toyota, and I can't remember the dollar amount, but basically there is a dollar amount that he's set that he's just empowered his people with that if it's under that, there is they, they don't like a receptionist doesn't have to ask a manager. It's like, oh, that's an issue. You have a problem. There's an upset person. Boom, fixed. I'm going to take ownership of it and go. And he has attributed massive retention numbers to that. Um, and so, you know, from like, again, customer employee satisfaction, empowering the employee to make quality decisions that that like lean into career pathing and less job oh, so and give true. customers the ability to like have earned trust within the organization. Boom, two real practical things. And this speaks exactly to it. So I don't know what that looks like for, you know, it's different for every store, different for every retailer, but I think that it's less about like, Hey, go bend the rules more about saying you're empowered to make customer. Oh, first for decisions. sure. I mean, you, you know? see this, you, you just use the word ownership and that makes me think of like the Ritz Carlton. And they do yep. have this this policy that when a customer has a request or a concern, whoever it is, if you're the guy sweeping the floor, if you're the guy at the desk, if you're the gal at the front off, whatever it is, you have to own the solution from beginning to end. Yep. Like you are responsible to make sure that that gets satisfied. And that level of ownership combined with some empowerment, like it's... If you can't see that and can't deploy into that, then there really is an element where like you're probably holding things too tightly and you're not doing yep. yourself any favors. Yeah, and and from a management side of things, it just takes tons of time to always be figuring out whether or not you're going to say yes or no and people coming to you and asking questions and all that type of stuff. Just it just clears the air and clear space for people to run and move fast. For sure. For sure. Hey, let's get back to one question that came up. Rob Angus uh, weighed in on the last story in the live stream he says, "Am I correct you would have to have tax owing $7500 to net the full benefit?" Non-refundable, no carrier. No, I don't believe that's the case. I believe this is a tax credit, not a tax refund, so you don't have to yep. owe any income taxes or anything that credit is immediately actually does it get claimed at the dealer level like it will in 2024 is you. what the, in the future it's going to happen as is. part of the, yep. the transaction can you imagine a that? new and used cars so in the in the future it'll be at a transaction level right now it's still a credit level so that if you're buying a chevy bolt and when that happens it's literally you have 30 percent equity in the vehicle when you drive it off the lot that's going to lease really really well yeah, or they're going to raise the prices. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, yeah, probably a little both. <laughs> probably a little both. Uh, I don't know how to segue into this. Speaking of a lot, a little bit of everything. Oh. Stop. Segway. Time. 
in another shot to traditional banking and literally owning everything in the world, <laughs> Apple is dividing into the saving, diving into the savings game with its new Apple Card savings account that has an impressive, impressive, Paul, 4.15 APY. It's managed right in the wallet app and integrates seamlessly with Apple Card's daily cash rewards. So they go right into your savings account. Uh, right now, it is managed by Goldman Sachs. Uh, and debuted number 11 on Bankrate's best savings account list. So right like just straight to the top, um, setting up the savings account, just like min, many things, Apple takes oh. less than 60 I, seconds. You uh, can do it before we're done. With I this did. Story. I, I actually did it this morning. The second like, I saw, why not? The second I saw the circle, I'm like, let me see what this is all about. Literally clicked on the three dots. It was like savings account, clicked on that. It was like, what's your social security number? Had no problem putting that in. And it, terms, condition, accept. And literally it was like, opening account, twirly, 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 twirly. Da -da. Would you like to move your Apple Cash balance into the account? Yeah, I would. Move my 65 bucks over there. So I have $65 at the moment earning 4.1% in my new Apple savings account. And if you want to add money, it's like, oh, Apple, Apple Pay wallet, bank account, move it there. I'll tell you what, traditional Golly. bank, you have to be like, oh boy, because the next thing I'm doing, I'm going to email my bank or whatever and be like, hey, I got a 4.1% in my savings account over here, and it's only going to take me yeah. one tap to move it over. Like, All I, I can't believe I opened a savings account that fast. Have you opened a savings account? It's so annoying, right? It is. Even if it's I, at it your bank, annoying. it's like, got to enter your address and you're this and you're that. You got to do all the thing. things. They were just like, no, we have all your information already. We're just going to slide the bop, the bop, bop, Dude, and here we go. I couldn't Off believe how race. easy it was. This is, I guarantee you, I, it, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't just like release full on checking accounts. Right I know. I was it. too. It's like it's with direct Goldman deposit Sachs, information. Like, you're like direct. Just think of Goldman Sachs move into the retail banking industry. Yo, can you like imagine that? Because all all of the people that have Apple Card rewards already sitting there, just the funds that Goldman Sachs this morning already acquired. At least $65 from me. I mean, <laughs> probably billions, billions of dollars worth just in like a flash. Yeah, and I'm literally Goldman probably within 12 accounts. hours of moving a lot more money over there that's just sitting. You know what I mean? You absolutely are. Like, why, why, why do I want to earn 1.75? Right. And I don't really, yeah. I honestly don't really feel even like calling my bank, you know, and being like, Hey, what, what can you do? Because <laughs> they, right? they, they can't Paul. Cause right. they can't. And even you if already they know could, that. Even if they could, it's so easy. To, well, I'm trying to think if you had to move the money out of the account back into your checking account, that might be a little bit of a pain. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, you know, a lot of checking accounts and checking cards are linked to rewards with the savings account. So there could be like some additional uh, benefit, you know, maybe, you but I also move stuff. I but. also have no idea how like to access the savings account if it's, I don't have my phone, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I don't True. have an account number. I don't have a browser. Yeah, there's number. no like login to But that just goes to based. show you the level of trust that Apple has built. That it's just like, yeah. I mean, granted, it was 65 that, bucks. Okay, okay, there's the tie down right there, right? It's like when something new comes into your retail business entity, you decide to do widgety-wadgety, right, as a service <laughs> a or a product offering. Have you built enough trust with your consumer base that the only logical application is to go, yep, I'll do that with you too. Yeah. That is and if you can't answer that question, then start working on trust with your loyalty base. I can point you up two stories and you might get a little bit of that. I don't, can't think of a better way to end the show to that than that. 
Thank you for being with us today. Again, it's Tuesday. You have trust to build. You have employees to empower. You have customers to make happy. And you have a Tampa event to register for. 